Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Good, bad, good, bad, good, bad, good. How have you been anyway this week, Matt? Emotional, Graham, actually. At times. He's, he's going to talk about some nerd shit. No, no, no. Actually, I'm not going to talk about D&D, a thing that happened like last hour or so. No, I'm going to talk, Graham, actually about me. That's what I asked you to do. My favourite subject, myself. Oh, uh, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, most people who listen to this will know this because of what's been out on Twitter, X, um, Musk, you know, Musk Vision, what I want to call it, or on Facebook, for that matter. Um, at my wedding, when I got married back in April, I weighed in at around, at, well, at 24 stone, three pounds, which for Americans and for wrestling fans in general, 339 pounds. For context, that is 11 pounds less than Mark Henry weighed in 2002. As of this past Monday, I weigh 288 pounds. My lowest weight since before the lockdowns. To say I was emotional is an understatement. I've lost, I've lost 51 pounds. I'm extremely happy. I was waiting for the wrong number to come out, but no, that that is spot on. You got the math perfectly. Yeah, even if you didn't know the exact number, you can tell that that is a, a significant difference in a, a relatively short period of time as well. Like, Good started, yeah, yeah, that's, and I, I know that's not. I know this is not the end of your journey. I know that this is just, no. a, it's just one of the milestones on the way. But yeah, it's yeah. A significant. It's definitely a significant one. Fifty pounds and is, and it's even more significant, Graham, because ever since I did me shut me elbow in, I have felt so crap in myself. Yeah, I've literally been eating my feelings at times, and someone who is let's face it, more than 240 pounds, that's quite easy to do when you are in a bad place. But thankfully, I've had some great friends to take my mind off things and a wonderful husband who has supported me massively. And that's where it's all come from. So this is me just taking this opportunity actually to thank all the good cops out there who have been supportive. Um, Thank you, guys. I love you all. You, you, I'm gonna say you can. T- you posted pictures as well, and yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say yeah. you, even without you mentioning it, you can, you can tell, you can, yeah, you can clearly see the difference. But the pic, there's a picture of me at my wedding with my brother James, mm-hmm. uh, and there's a picture of me at, on um, Memorial Day, um, laying the reef in the same suit, and my God, the difference is ridiculous. Um, and there's a picture of me with the UK Pitbulls. Uh, that one was taken back, I believe it was taken at Let's Have It back in March. And the picture of me, obviously, at the event just gone. Oh, it's night and day. It's night and day. And I'm thinking, like, how did I get that bad in the first place? 
but then you start going down rabbit hole about if I just done this. No, wrong the line. That's what it was. We move on. We move on. But yeah, thanks to everyone, especially you two, for supporting me. So thanks for that. Appreciate it. What have you been watching, Ryan? Yes, Ryan, what are you watching from 1999? I was going to say you're welcome and good job, first and foremost. Love you, buddy. And I have, uh, so I found where I left off was in the middle of Backlash 1999. Oof. And I, was, I was feeling it. So I was like, all right, let's uh let's let's do this. Uh so we've got the the formation of the corporate ministry, um, which is always a good time. I, I always I loved Ministry Undertaker. That was my favorite Undertaker. Um but uh you know, we're uh we're in the lead up. Uh, we just had the uh the the pilot of SmackDown, not the debut, just the pilot uh, from April of ninety-nine. Um, you know, but so SmackDown's coming up in August, so I'm excited for that. Excited to add that into the rotation. But uh, we are on the lead up to a pay per view that I'm not really looking forward to. Uh, Over the Edge, 1999. No, 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 no. So that's I know. Obviously, it's heavily edited on uh, on Peacock. Uh, but you know, it's still you know knowing what you know. Well, knowing the reason like Taker is so kind of pissed off during the main event and everything, it's just, you know, it's going to be a tough watch. I'm I'm watching it, you know, A, because, you know, to prevent, to pretend that event didn't happen is a disservice to Owen's memory. Um, you know, that's a moment in wrestling history uh, and it is a moment to remember Owen Hart for everything he did for professional wrestling. Uh, and he was taken far too soon. Um, and I say taken because it could have easily been avoided. <laughs> so, well, uh, I probably will not talk about that once I watch it. Um, because we all know what happened. It is what it is. It is. It is. So, yeah, no, it's, uh, you know, and then I watched, you know, regular wrestling. I watched that too. That's not from 1999. That's from now, 2023, the year of our Lord. Memories of the Gritty, by the way, the um, the UK. Um, I'm coming. We're going to come to you, but momentarily, I wanted to follow up with what you said. That pilot for SmackDown, Ryan. Correct from wrong, wrong. That's uh, Michael Cole and an empty chair. Yeah, One- they 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 have an empty chair quite often around this time. Um, they had an empty chair a lot of the times when, uh, uh, Jim Ross was out. Um, no, I mean, yeah. generally because, because they had, um, they had, what's his name? Who, who thinks he's still something that's important as a commentator. Yes. I was, I was, I was trying to avoid, uh, yeah, I'm not going to say his name. Don't worry. Yeah, no, it's, uh, Brad looks it, more and more confused. <laughs> there, there was a, there was a really there was a good period where uh, it was uh, Michael Cole and Kevin Kelly, which I was a fan of. That's a good. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I've said it a hundred times. I hate Jerry Lawler as a commentator. I really can't stand him, really? especially because I am firmly in the era of puppies. 
uh so it's just like you know and you can it's funny like hindsight watching back like you can hear the frustration in jr's voice <laughs> like he's yeah. just trying to call the match and king's just going oh man have you seen some puppies puppies are great i love puppies and it's like yeah okay well it's you know billy gunn and x-pac in the ring but i guess we can talk about tits sure why not if you if you want some context on that one flash forward to wwe's video game in 2005 or 6 and they've got king as an avatar at the general manager literally perving over the divas backstage i'm thinking like this is for children how could he get away with it in 2006 still different times 2006 though graham not 1986 17 years ago that's a long time still and still very much in the middle of ruthless aggression obviously it was a little less sexualized but the king was still that character a pervert so anyway graham how about you sir two-day week all good <laughs> we're recording early this we, is why you're a teacher graham it's the holidays isn't it um we we now we used to have a stupid plan where we used to have a half day on a wednesday so people could travel on thanksgiving anyone who needed to travel was like well i'm not coming in for half a day so they never came in and it was just a completely wasted day so thankfully they now they give us the wednesday as well so um yeah really short week um catching up on unlike ryan i'm not catching up on uh, 2000s wrestling i'm catching up on 2000s tv shows we watching this weekend um i just finished uh all eight seasons of dexter um just starting uh the the recent one i didn't realize it was 2021 i thought it was 2022 but hey uh, i just started that and i'm just finishing up uh just before we came on air, i just finished season six of the shield and i'm just about to start season seven so i've been i've been watching a lot of uh tv shows that i just didn't watch because i was in the states and i was doing stuff so yep just catching up on stuff. Um, I'm not sure when this episode is going to drop. Uh, we're recording you Wednesday. You said on Thanksgiving, Graham. Well, I did, but I'm not sure if our bosses are dropping episodes on Thanksgiving because they might actually have Thanksgiving responsibilities. Um, so I, I don't know. I couldn't possibly comment, Graham, on that side of things. I don't, but, hey, um, it, it is what it is. But... I am surprised that you are doing it from where you are, not from Ohio. Uh, we, we never go to Ohio for Thanksgiving. It's too far. I... For such a short period of time, and um, as Ryan will vouch for as well, trying to travel during Thanksgiving is insane. It's like five hours, isn't it? No, well, no. Her dad lives another hour away, so it would be close to an eight-hour drive, and then eight hours back. And with well, that's on in good times. So over Thanksgiving, when everyone else is on the road, no, it would be significantly longer than that. So no, it's too short of a period of time. Well, fair enough, I guess. Yeah, no, we we never. It used to be that they would travel and visit us at Thanksgiving, um, because they had more flexibility on their schedule. They could leave a day earlier and they could leave a day later as well. But yeah, no, just a just a quieter Thanksgiving this year, which is perfectly okay. I'm okay with just uh, being able to relax a little bit, watch a bit of TV, catch a bit of wrestling. Are you going? Is is your good lady doing the cooking then, or? Is, he will be. 
Or is Boy Wonder being roped in this year? Um, he's not, even though he does have a culinary arts class, and he'll be extending that next year as well. Um, Jackson's actually uh, the sous chef right now. Um, as I was getting something before we started recording, he referred to himself as the sous chef. Uh, he watches the British Bake Off Junior Master Chef with Mel, so he's the he's more of the budding chef than. Amazing. I am extremely happy to hear that, of course. Mm-hmm. However, Boy Wonder better learn how to, how to look after himself food wise if he wants to go up when he goes to college, obviously. Did you hear me tell you he's on a culinary arts class? Perhaps you didn't know what that was. That means fuck all, Graham. You could take it, be no good at it. <laughs> Okay, well, if he's, he's doing a, a year of it, I'm going to assume he's better than if he didn't take it for a year. And if he takes it for another year, I'm going to assume he's going to be even better. Well, he's on an A for that class, so I'm... Well, that, well I, I apologise then, of course. He's a straight A student, so I'm assuming that everything's okay. Uh, if he was crap at cooking, I'm assuming that would have made it into the report, possibly. <laughs> well, this, is, uh, a perfect, this is a perfect segue. Uh, Matt, were you a gay A student in, in school? <laughs> we don't have grades in England. Uh there's no report cards in England, except when, at the end of the year. And it's just when, I, when I was in my school, Graham, we, we got grades every single year. At the end of the year? It's not the same yeah. as in America. You didn't get every homework assignment graded and recorded. Mm, Teachers of. would for informational purposes, but yeah. parents never got to see that. This is far too much information for just a very casual <laughs> gay joke. Um, well, I I didn't know I was at that point, right? <laughs> to be fair, so you were straight A at the time. <laughs> uh, I was very confused. You 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 were you were by A. <laughs> I was I. There was a lot. Well, here's right. When we had our school reunion in 2015, um, we had our school reunion. Uh, it was 20 years after we'd um first started high school. I didn't recognize a single. Boy. Who does a reunion no, no. for when you started high school? Because <laughs> that's how the Brits do it. My God, the Brits are dumb. That was just how we did it, Graham. Okay, because no, that's just a Clacton thing. You couldn't do the math. You probably just got the math wrong. Well, well, fifteen years. I've been graduated. How about that? In fifteen years. Okay. Maybe I've never been to a reunion. I've never planned well, to go one. It was fifteen years after we travel. It was 15 years afterwards, in any case. So it's 15 years. 15 years That's not years. how they build it, though. They You build it as 20 years. <laughs> Shut up. The point I'm making is, went to, that, went to the reunion, in any case, all the girls, they all had name badges on. I didn't recognize a single girl at all. Every single guy I knew by sight. And I was like, so maybe, maybe in hindsight, I was taking in more than I thought when I was a student, perhaps. <laughs> Looking back now, there's so many signs. <laughs> so many signs. So people aged. Huh. I wonder if that's a common experience at reunions. <laughs> no, because I didn't actually take a notice of the women because I actually had no interest, Graham. It's like, <laughs> literally like a pink balloon with a face on it. That's literally what I see when I saw a woman <laughs> at that age. No contact at all. <laughs> Shall we do some good cop moments? Yeah, let's do it. Oh, I'm not editing anything in, so because I want to get it out tonight, so we're just going to go straight in there. Uh, Ryan said he didn't like always going first, so screw him. I'm going first, and you can decide he wants to go second. We're just going to do it. Um, 
last Saturday, I had kind of tentative plans. Um, I knew Mason was uh, wrestling. He had his practice at school. So I wanted to take Jay somewhere. And I was looking at heading over, actually, to go and see a Navy football game. I don't think Jay's seen a college football game before. So I was, I was looking at doing that. Anyway, I woke up ridiculously early, went on Facebook, and uh, saw that there was an enema oh jesus christ perhaps i'm about to say enema um, perhaps i should edit that out um an anime oh jesus christ um convention down in fredericksburg <laughs> um, i know what you're trying I, to I say need to regain my composure for a second i'm not but i think i have the title of this episode already sorted out now um this was a post from uh benjamin banks he had his table set out and I was like, oh, my God, we have not seen Benjamin since 2019 or had the chance to talk to Benjamin since 2019. When we traveled down to Hampton, he couldn't announce that he was going to be there because he had a, stage, a segment where he stormed out and took out the commissioner. So they couldn't, he couldn't mention that. We didn't get to see him afterwards, unfortunately. He was not at VCW in Alexandria. And uh, Fredericksburg is only about 30 minutes away from us. So anime is not really my thing at all. But I was like, hey, we'll, we'll go down. It'd be cool for Jay. Jay's probably more interested in it than what I am. So anyway, we went down. Um, I did send you guys some pictures. We did find a gaming zone. So we played some uh, old retro games, which is always fun to do. Um, kind of waited until Benjamin's line was down. He had people there talking to him. I'm like, great. I'm not going to interrupt business at all. I just want to be able to have a chat with you. So waited until his line had disappeared. Went across and talked to him. And he's great. It's so cool to be able to see him again. Doing well in an, in an arena outside of wrestling. But in um in something that's absolutely his thing as well. All dressed up, of course. Matt, I'm sure you saw the pictures posted last weekend as well. With him in his gear, Matt is nodding. And um, yeah, we got a we bought a new picture. We got an autograph, and I had already seen on the corner of his table from the picture. Beat me at rock paper scissors, and you win a sticker. So of course Jackson challenged him. And the thing I loved about that video, Jackson had the biggest smile on his face the whole time. The clip's only about eight seconds long, but before we'd even started, you can see big beam on him and then in the middle, and he did. He beat Benjamin, so he got himself a, a Pikachu sticker. And um, yeah, it was cool. And um, so yeah, we bought a photograph from him. Um, I made a donation to his um, thing that he's doing right now, um, his turkey drive. And I guess that'll be the main good cop moment, really. So last year, having talked to him, his original aim was 25 turkeys, uh, which he donates to a food bank in, I'm not sure exactly where, I'm not sure if it's based in Virginia Beach, but it's definitely in the uh, the southeast corner of Virginia for sure. And um, he actually got, I think he said it was 55 turkeys. So he was way over what he intended doing. Um, his mom told him he should get 60 this year. And he was like, dude, he's like, that's a lot more. So anyway, he set his target for 30. Um, and I saw yesterday at the time of recording, uh, he picked up his uh, picked up and donated his fortieth turkey to the uh, to the food bank. So good on Benjamin Banks. Great to see him again. I do want to see him in the ring though with Diamond Victor Griff, who I think you mentioned was injured. Matt, um, I forgot to ask if Griff was doing okay. And um, great work on this Thanksgiving episode of um, getting food to people who are a little bit less fortunate. And uh, yeah, putting his time in, getting donations in, collecting that stuff and giving it to the relevant people. Yeah, unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to donate. Um, I, I wanted to donate, but unfortunately, the wrong time of a month, unfortunately, for me to be donating money, unfortunately. Um, particularly since... Um, you know, we've just spent some money going to buy tickets for Starlight Express next year. Particularly as you just lost £50 as well. 
Uh, I get it because pounds is money for them. It's funny. It's a it's a quid or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, really, really cool that Jackson had a good time though. But I was say watching you squirm trying to actually say the words anime convention. <laughs> that tells you how much I was out of my uh... the context. It was NecoCon. Oh, it had a specific name. Yeah. Oh, I did not see that anywhere. I only saw. Well, they they, they don't they don't just call it. This is anime convention. That's what it said in the tag that I clicked on in face on Facebook. It said Fredericksburg Anime Convention. And the that would that I would I have a picture that I'll share with you guys later that has Jackson in front of the logo as well, and it didn't say anything about what you just said at all. To be fair, Benjamin Banks posts about a convention every three minutes, so it's keeping track of which one he's actually at. Um, which is which to be fair, watching that man. Who I had the privilege of having on, you know, a show I used to do back in the day. Such a cool dude. Such a cool dude. There's also a potential future good cop moment coming from this as well. As we were walking around and looking at what all the different vendors had, someone's trying to get Jackson's attention and he was busy looking at other stuff. And he's a little bit deaf right now. So I was like, Jackson, come here, come here. Somebody reached across and gave him a card. And, oh my gosh, it's the best Pokemon card I've ever seen. Like, it's like a, a hologram on the front. It's all... Yeah, it, it looks superb. He was very excited by it. Um, I have no idea of its value at all, but we might get a good card, bad card episode out of him as well, because I'm getting a little tired of waiting for my guest from episode 10 to uh, uh, reschedule. So Jackson might be jumping yeah, yeah, up a little bit. I, I, I know this guy. He's like a super... He's just a piece of shit. Just terrible. What was Terrible. the Pokemon card in question? That's what I listen to know, Graham. Yeah, what's it called? What was the name on it? Don't remember. What did the it number. look like? The Don't number. Remember. Don't remember. Oh, I did share with you, though, separately, Matt. As we were walking around, I did actually see Knuckles, and I did share with Jackson what we talked about in the previous You mean episode. Fingers? He, have, <laughs> he thought it was funny that I called him Fingers as well. I was very tempted to buy the plush toy. It might actually have been that one, uh, but there was no price tag on it, and I did not want to ask them how much it cost, so... But it was good to see fingers again for sure. I paid three pounds for mine, Graham. Oh, so. I, looking at the other prices, <laughs> some of the other things, I'm going to guess it was a little bit more than that. Yeah, I got mine from a charity shop. <laughs> nice picture. Well, here's a here's a question. This is a this is a genuine question. Where is the line for quid compared to pound? Because like I'll I'll hear be like, oh, it's only five quid. But then, like, where you know? Oh, this was ten thousand pounds. Like, they don't say ten thousand quid. Where's got, Where's the, the wrong thing? It's not to do with numbers. It's to do with slang. So it would be like you guys yeah. saying it's five dollars, or if it's saying five bucks. So bucks okay. would be the equivalent to quid, and pound yeah. would be the equivalent to dollar. Yeah. Let's got not it. Let's not get him started with pony. The fuck's a pony? I just Jackson wanted to watch Only Fools and Horses because I'd mentioned it, and I said you're not going to understand the references. I'm like, even I don't remember what a pony is. I think it's twenty five pounds, but I'm not sure. Twenty. Oh, twenty. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, colloquialisms. And but that's the thing. So, so, so that's like saying a grand or something. It's just one of those. Kind no, it'd of be words. like uh, Benjamins. It would be the same thing. Like mm. I don't think I would have. I wouldn't have known that that was a hundred dollars before I moved to the states. Reminds me slightly, Greg. I remember. Um... Oh, this was years ago, maybe 2015, 16, something like that. Um, friend of mine actually was visiting from the States. This is before me and you were friends, actually. Um, 
And you guys are friends? Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Um, well, name is Zach, the guy was. And not Zachary, but Zach. His name was Zach. And um, he um, he said to me, um, and, you know, he had like five or ten hours. He said, Matt, you got any singles? I'm like, what do you mean singles? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, like like like, like a one pound note. Like, we, we don't have pound notes here. It's in 1975. We used to. We used to. Yeah. Yes, Graham. But then, you know, fire was invented. Um, I grew up with one pound notes. Yeah, but decimalization has been a thing for 50 years. Because mm-hmm. one pound is a coin now, right? Indeed. There's also okay, a I, I, coin as well. I have a, I have, a, I have another question. I, I brought this up to some other Brits earlier. Yes. So in the states, we consider the start of like the Christmas season the day after Thanksgiving. Like that's when it officially starts. Black when Friday. Start. So it's the same in England for the most part. It's Black Friday. No, no, no. For us in our family, Christmas planning starts on October twenty first. Uh, he does not have a regular family, I should say, for just for content. Yeah, I, I'm talking about, like, regular people. Well, to late, be fair... Late November, my, my, early December. Well, to be fair, I've started... I've, 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 been working on, I've been working on Christmas stuff since July, so you're asking the wrong person here. Well, no, I mean, I start buying gifts early, because if I see something that I think someone will like, I buy it in preparation for that. Oh, I'm not talking but, about that. I'm talking about, in general, Christmas me starts in July. Wow. Graham, I work in the catering industry. Okay. That's what they have to do. Your, I don't think he's talking about your job. I think No, I'm talking about, about celebrating like the holiday season. Do you have your I, tree up in July is what he's asking you? Oh, oh the tree. Oh, the tree is already up. Oh my god, are you kidding me? That's that that that's bullshit that's even stupid. by American standards. Um well let me put this way. As soon as Guy Fawkes is over, the trees go up in the UK. Well, I'm not joking. Have changed, but half, half my Facebook feed did that, Graham. On November sixth, are you kidding me? November fifth, Graham. You said after Guy Fawkes. Yeah, literally. So, so people aren't even celebrating Bonfire Night anymore. They're putting their tree up instead. Bonfire Night. As soon as they get home, the tree goes up. That, I'm that, not kidding. Up in the attic where it belongs until December. Oh, I'm sorry. I got sidetracked. I'm not kidding, but the same people who take their tree down Christmas night. <laughs> That's a little early. They don't, I'm not they kidding. Concept of the before day. midnight on Christmas <laughs> night, the tree will be down and put away. That's stupid. That's I'm not kidding. Like, That's it for another year. Literally, I literally write that on Facebook. I'm like, twelfth night, twelfth night for a reason, you know. <laughs> I'm not religious, but I know the I know the context and the concept of bad luck. <laughs> I, I'm what wondering is, if it's just your part of the country that does that because that's what, what what religion are you referring to? Technically, a pagan. So I was going to say because I keep hearing this Christian bullshit, and all I see is a pagan holiday. So yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I, uh, here, no, no, Matt. I bet you know. So much but... wrong, there's so much wrongness about this. One, I agree, Matt. Matt, I know because you have random knowledge, but Graham. Yeah. Now the Christians celebrate December 25th as the birth birth of Jesus Christ. Yes. Even though he was born in the spring, because Correct. stupid. 
Now, what actually is December 25th? Like, why do we celebrate Christmas on that day? Do you know? It's the, well, you already mentioned it, it's a pagan festival. Yeah, but why? What What is? Oh, what specifically causes it yeah. December 25th and not like, okay, October 10th or something. Uh, that I don't think I do know. It is the birth of the sun in in pagan religion. It's Sol Inviticus. Oh, okay. I Literally know. the birth of the sun because, you know, to the pagans, the sun was a god. So who was around to document that? You the were, pagans. Were. They were. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, it's all religions are nonsensical. The, <laughs> I know some religions have less credibility than other ones. But that seems yeah. a little bit of a stretch. Jedi, for example, it's the birth of the sun. Anyways, hold on. How did anyways. they even know that that was December twenty fifth? Because isn't the calendar based on the sun and the rotation? <laughs> of that makes literally no sense. That makes even less sense than me not knowing. Talking to an atheist, Graham. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> I love religion. I just think religion is fascinating. Oh, yeah, it it's is. fascinating, but also incredibly divisive. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right, so ben Jesus was born in the spring. Yeah, Everyone should shut up. Moment, by the way, yeah, yeah, great tangent for, for sure. Ryan, do you want to go next? Want me to go next? I can go. I'm I'm bouncing back and forth. I am going to go with uh, SmackDown this past Friday. Okay, Dragon Lee and Axiom, holy phenomenal match, fucking. Shit. I had someone uh say, like, oh yeah, they wrestled that match like the AEW style. And I was like, no, they wrestled that match like the Luchador style. And it was brilliant. It was so good. I wasn't honestly, even through all of his stuff in NXT, Axiom has not sold me yet on him. It's just like, yeah, right, whatever. He's fine. He's good. He's great, even, but he's just like, whatever. That match sold me on him. I was already sold on Dragon Lee. I've been sold on Dragon Lee for a while now, but that match sold me on Axiom. And the two of them, especially, and, and this is, you know, the the, the primary, like, kind of good cop moment out of that is just we're finally back in an era of WWE where you can tell they're saying, you've got 15 minutes or whatever, go do it. Just do it. And... It, it was just phenomenal from bell to bell. Mm. Uh, oh, I, I was just like, because I mean, I have the attention span of mayonnaise, you know, like, I mean, I, I think we all do at this point because we've got the world's information in our hands. Like every now and then you're going to look down. Um, I couldn't, I couldn't peel my eyes away. Like I was so happy that that was not only a match in WWE, but it was a professional wrestling. Like, I'm just so happy that match happened. It was, it, it was just so good. I was, I felt joy watching it. Um, yeah, I, I can't, uh, I can't, uh, I, I, I can't speak highly enough. I, I think between, you know, what's happened since then so smackdown collision rampage full gear raw and nxt that was the that was the best match out of all of them like i adored that match 
Did they won fight back or about Dragon Lee's uh, exceptional? Yeah, every match. I don't think I've seen a bad match of his. Every match but, has been wow. Yeah, Dragon Lee's been phenomenal. No, and I don't. I don't know what the situation was, um, but how Tony Khan let him go is wow. insane. Like, why? Why would you? I have to assume that Dragon Lee was like, "No, I want to go to WWE." So I'm going to like let my shit expire and leave or whatever deal he had with AEW. But like that was one of those things where like and and uh, apologies if I'm stepping on anyone's good, bad or indifferent cop moments. It's, it's you know, the, how would you let MJF go? Like. Obviously. MJ, you know, they're going to throw the world at MJF. He's. 27 years old world champion he's got a super light schedule like if i'm mjf and they're offering me that kind of money to work one or two days a week tops like absolutely i'm taking that you know it doesn't matter what the dream is i mean i think that's the dream (laughs) is being able to make seven figures to work one maybe two days a week yeah so I, I it, but it shocks me, you know, someone like Dragon Lee, like you, you could have built a division around him. If, if AEW wanted to have a cruiserweight division, you could have built it around Dragon Lee. And I think, I think WWE might be dipping their toes back into that because look at all of the luchadors that are featured on television lately. Santos is in a, in a, in a big, you know, Santos is wrestling Carlito, you know, at at Survivor Series, you know, uh, Joaquin and fuck, I feel bad because I'm blanking on the other guy's name. Ruth Del Toro. Yes. Thank you. You know, they're, they're, you know, featured with Ray all the time. And now that Ray's out with injury, you know, hopefully they're going to get their time to shine. Um, Umberto and Garza are consistently featured on NXT. They've got an insane Lucha Libre division going already. You 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 hire a couple of, you know, traditional like American style cruiserweights like or or hell just use some of the ones that you probably already have and you have one hell of a cruiserweight or light heavyweight division like I mean, let's not forget that that free out free of the four men in Judgment Day, are cruiserweights. Yeah, uh, uh, but I would say that none of... Uh, the only one who really does the cruiserweight style would be J.D. McDonough. Um, I don't feel like Dom wrestles a cruiserweight style. I, I, I don't get that vibe from him. Um, but yeah, uh, Ricochet, to, to Graham's point, uh, that people can't see, um, you know, Ricochet obviously is one of the best high flyers in the game period, yeah. like full stop all time kind of guys. Um, and it definitely seems like WWE. I think we talked about that last week. They're, they're in a new hiring cycle. They're in a hiring cycle of established wrestlers as opposed to college athletes. So, you know, I mean, uh, hell, um, uh, 
Pillman Jr., uh, Lexus King. That's that's his name now. He's got a real good high flying style too. Um, you know, there, there's there's a lot going on. I mean, NXT in general is kind of full of high flyers right now. Yeah. Um, you know, I I I think Carmelo Hayes. Holy shit! Bring him up to the main roster and fucking put him, make him the other face of the cruiserweight division. Um, yeah. You know, now is a perfect time too. And you know what? I'm gonna say, put that cruiserweight division. If you want to brand split it, put it on SmackDown. You got two part time champions. You can have that cruiserweight championship run that show. Why do it to confuse Graham? Why would you put it on a two-hour show when you have a three-hour show? It sounds like you could have... There's no games. champion on the show. Greg. There's no champions on SmackDown. There's one champion, EO. Wow. Yeah. That's... You, you already know my thoughts on Roman, so... I know. Uh, there's no point of rehashing it, because Everybody. I think we all know that. And everyone knows uh, my thoughts on the US champion. You know, it, it, it's just... It, it would... I mean, okay. Let's cool. Actually, let's look at it this way. Make the uh, women's tag titles exclusive to Raw, and then make a cruiserweight title exclusive to SmackDown. I'm for that. That would work perfectly because Raw, you know, Raw has a lot of you know good female tag teams that would work out really well. Um, well let's face it, all the women's tag have been happening on Raw anyway. So yeah, so you know, it, it's. I don't know. I I I would I, I really hope that it's something they're at least considering. Um, and, the only, and the only SmackDown women's tag team is um, EO Sky and Dakota Kai, who are in, is injured anyway. So yeah, I mean, you could you could also you know, I mean, I think we all know what's going to happen. They're going to kick Bailey out, and it's going. Or, Bailey and Dakota are probably going to go do their own thing, and then the Japanese chicks are going to have their own little faction, which I'm all here for. I'm I look forward to a female yakuza. Basically, yeah. Uh, I do have one slight bad cop about what you say about da- about Dragon Lee and Axiom, and that is that it was put, it was thrown onto the card with about half an hour's notice. I would think that would make that even more of a good cop moment that they managed to do that within that time. A- and Axiom is not being called up. It yeah. was a last-minute thing. He is he's staying. He's still NXT. Yeah, but I mean, everyone everyone dips their toes on the main roster before that time. It's a tryout. That's what it is. Absolutely, but normally there's for dark matches, Ryan. Yeah, well, not this is a different era. Absolutely, well, clearly. I mean, I'm all for it. Don't get me wrong. I'm all for it. I love Axiom. I even liked when he was a kid before before he was rebranded as Axiom. Well, look at look at what they did with the the Creed brothers. You know, they had them. They had them. Graham. No. Yeah, but look at the Creed brothers. They had them run a couple main roster matches, but then they went back to NXT, and now they're main roster. You know, you everyone. Th- this era of developmental is very, very different. Back in the FCW days, yeah, it was dark matches, house shows, and dark matches is where you got your main roster tryout. You know, but now they're they're able to call people up who already have an established brand within the company. And it's perfect to to dip your, t- you know, like, hey, check out this guy. Then, they, you know, and we all know there's nobody better in all of professional wrestling at hype packages than WWE. Oh, they yeah. bring these people and they say, hey, we're going to let you know who Axiom is, who the Creed brothers are, who Ivy Niles are, you know, 
and they give us these 30 second to a minute packages and you're just like, oh, okay, I know who this person is now. Let's go. Yeah. So, yeah, no, uh, that's my that's my main good cop. Like that match made me uh, erect in my pants. Now, my main good cop moment of the week. Um, I'm gonna be perhaps slightly rude by guessing something here, Graham. I'm guessing you watched the highlights and not the whole of SmackDown. Um, no, I watched the whole. Why would I not watch the whole of SmackDown? I don't know if you're busy or not. I apologize. Um, well, anyone there who did watch the top ten highlights or even the highlight video, the highlight videos on the on YouTube, for example, from WWE this week, will have missed this. Um, on SmackDown, it's, actually, anyway, it's a sort of a shame I didn't follow Graham because Michael Cole committed heresy. Oh, this is a good cop. I know you get to it. This is good cop, Graham. Because it also goes to show that someone isn't involved anymore. Oh. Why, Becky Lynch obviously was announced as the final member for Team Flair at, at Survivor Series War Games. Charlotte put the team together, so yeah. That was great. When everyone was coming out to the ring, though, when they all came out, Charlotte came out afterwards, Michael Cole, and I'm quoting here, fifth match, War Games, is one of the most brutal in sports entertainment, professional wrestling, whatever you want to call it. Michael Cole called it wrestling. He's been doing that for months. I hadn't noticed it, Ryan. <laughs> he literally that it, it was he said wrestling and he said the word hospital like right after Triple H took over and that was the big shock. Yeah, but I haven't noticed it as much. But it noticed really, me, senpai. But it really fucking hit me this week. I was like, it feels good, doesn't it? Oh my god, feels real good. Yeah, rest yeah. in penis. I don't know what I'm doing right now. <laughs> Have you been at Tony Khan's powder again? Yes. Excellent. Excellent. But no, it just, it just really, really hit me that not only is he, I mean, if they go around and actually, if they can start call, calling it a belt rather than, rather than a championship, then we fully know that Vince is, Vince has literally been broomed. <laughs> I noticed it a, a couple of weeks ago too. Um, they used the the term uh, uh, the WWE fans, which fans was a very banned word because it had to be the WWE universe. Which it, I was fine with, obviously. It's but... these little, but but I agree with you one hundred percent. It's these little things that have been happening lately, and it's the minor things that just kind of change the whole perspective of what you're watching. You know, for so long, Vince had it like this microcosm of WWE. Like WWE was its own little thing and everything had to be different. Everything had to be a term that could be copywritten or a term that was only applicable to WWE. And 
you know, on the flip side of that, I don't, I didn't hear people complain when I think it was a month or two ago, Excalibur said that someone was being taken to a local medical facility. And it's like, it's all the same crap anyways. Like who cares? But I agree with you hundred percent. Those little nuances really change the perception of the product that you're watching. And it's weird from my perspective because it just kind of draws more attention to it when you're saying phrases that don't make sense. Like, if you're talking to people, say hospital, they don't say medical facility. Like, we know what a medical facility It just, I don't know, it just seems like it's it's unnecessary. I don't know. What was Vince's rationale behind something like that? Vince is an insane person. Allegedly, it's because he didn't want fans turning up at actual hospitals looking for people. But they could turn up at medical facilities and that'd be okay. Well, yeah, they can they can show up at, at, at Carewell by CVS and they can check out to see if their favorite wrestler is there. Or maybe like a ready, ready med, you know. Yeah, Okay. Yeah, it's it, I, 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 you know, I, I, it didn't ever really bother me, but now that those kinds of things are back, they are noticeable. Like when they kind of say things, I've also something that I've really noticed is you can tell how much at more at ease Michael Cole is without Vince screaming in his ear because you can see him; ha- he's having fun, he's enjoying himself, and. It comes across like I I wasn't sold on a partnership of Wade Barrett and Michael Cole. I was kind of like I don't know about this. I like I Michael Cole. Sure. I wasn't sure. But I wasn't really sure how they were going to work. I thought Barrett was okay on NXT, but I didn't think he was great. Him and Cole though work so well together, and they're so entertaining. And the way they kind of rib on each other is really. Uh, lighthearted and fun, you know. But it's funny at the same time. Um. It was it two weeks ago when he said, oh, yeah, you know, this is going to be a rough match for Candice Michelle. And Wade Barrett's like, oh, you must be talking about Candice LeRae because Candice Michelle doesn't work here anymore. And I thought that was just it was funny. And he he brought it back up again on SmackDown uh, where he's um, uh, uh, Chelsea Green was saying something. He's like, oh, don't worry, Chelsea. This guy doesn't even know uh, that Candice Michelle doesn't or he doesn't even know Candice LeRae's name. And it's like it's it's. I don't know. It makes it fun, and it makes you know. That's all the stuff that we can relate to. Yeah, like they're just at work. They're working. They're having a good time. They're they're calling a wrestling match, but they're also their job is to move the stories forward and to entertain. You know, yeah. there there's everyone everyone who's there that you hear or see on TV is there to entertain. Yeah. Samantha's there to entertain. Um, you know, the, the commentators are there to entertain. Yeah, you know, the, the referees, to a very lesser extent, are there to entertain when needed. When needed, the referees are there to entertain. Have you seen Mike Mike Yoda go flying, for example? Oh, uh, did anyone listen yeah. to Kyoto's interview? Phenomenal with with CBV. Uh, you get, if you get a chance to check it out, it's well worth your time. Really phenomenal interview, especially if you like the behind the scenes of like how wrestling works. Um, Kyoto's story about taking the chair shot at uh, WrestleMania from Austin and refusing to put his hands up because he's like, these guys do it all the time. I'm taking one chair shot. It'll be fine. Then he takes a chair shot from Austin. He says he felt it for four days. 
And he got backstage and JR said that was a hell of a chair shot. You get a $2,500 bonus. <laughs> and I just think oh. that's great. Absolutely fantastic story. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed that. But yeah, I agree. Um, the little nuances of, of commentary these days are are quite nice. Uh, it's, it's refreshing to hear it back in WWE. It's refreshing to hear wrestling back in world wrestling entertainment. <laughs> yeah, it's that. It's as simple as that. I mean, it almost felt like Vince was embarrassed to actually refer to the thing which made him a fucking billionaire. There's plenty of other things Vince should be embarrassed about. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm starting. Go, Ryan. Pretty short. Um, UTT Rob and Dan Griffin. I can't remember if I mentioned it the other week, but it should have been mentioned by now. Um, The new version of the podcast with Big Daddy and Giant Haystacks. That's exactly the time that I got into wrestling. So really enjoying that. Um, Johnny Knoxville being mistaken for Jamie Lee Curtis just absolutely cracks me up this week. I have not made that connection at all. But when they had the side-by-side photos together, yeah, I can totally see it. And I thought you were going to spoil this, Ryan. And I was thinking in my head, shut up, shut up. Don't keep talking about that topic. Um, Ivy Nile and uh, Maxine Dupree, uh, my new favorite randomly thrown together tag team. Um, You you guys know I'm a big Ivy Nile fan anyway. Uh, Maxine, we have not really seen much of in the ring, but um, they didn't get a win, but they were thoroughly entertaining. And I'm sure they're going to develop uh, that storyline and probably that tag team as well. So, man, I was old for a minute. Ryan, you're up. I, I just to just to reiterate, Ivy Nile has really impressed me lately. Really, really impressed me. I liked her on NXT, but she was kind of, you know, she very much a manager role most of the time, and just really, really impressing me. I actually want to go back and watch more of her matches from NXT that I may have missed. If that's true, I see, I didn't see her on NXT. I was watching uh, Level Up or whatever it was called. And I watched almost um, a year. Back that's to back. probably why. She was only wrestling in that. So that if you're going to go back and watch anything, then it sounds like Level Up might be the one to go watch. Yeah, no, thank you. Uh, I definitely will. Um, I've been thinking about going back some older NXT stuff anyways. So worth it. Um, yeah, no, okay, I'm ready. Oh, cool. Um, so for the most part, Full Gear, I thought Full Gear was a really phenomenal show overall, but it fell victim to AEW where there were matches that didn't need to be there. But Swerve and Hangman tore the fucking roof off that building. I'm sorry if you were offended by this match, but Swerve's the guy who came up through CCW. He's a deathmatch guy. And he does deathmatch stuff. This was a violent match, and it was wonderful, and I loved it. Um, Survivor Series being a cool five matches right now, absolutely love it. Why have so much extra? Just just make do the show you need to do. Uh, so I'm really excited about Survivor Series. Um, I was uh, oh friggin' Josh Briggs going over Carmelo Hayes to qualify for the uh, uh, Iron Survivor Challenge. I did not see that coming. I did not see. I'm pretty sure I've seen that match before too. And it was awesome. Great match. Um, oh, what else do we got? What else we got? I mean, honestly, wrestling was really good this week. Um, I like what's going on with Drew. You know, will he, won't he join Judgment Day kind of thing. I dig that. Uh, and I'm really, um, I'm really happy about, uh, 
Orton, Orton being the fifth man. Uh, I've missed him. The only question I got to ask about that, and we don't really have our unsure cop moment, but having seen, and I hadn't really thought of, I kind of half thought about it at the time. Um, obviously they announced him, but they didn't bring him out. So would it have been better then just to not announce him at all and just bring him out and get, get him on Survivor Series? And that's when he, as, as he comes out, that's how you know who the No, fifth. no, because it would have just been CM Punk chance the entire night. It will be. <laughs> I mean, there will be anyways, but anyway, though, so with this was the only option you can't go into a pay-per-view in Chicago with a mystery opponent or a mystery partner. And because people would have expected punk 100% to be that person. And that would have spoiled Orton's return because no matter what people would have been disappointed by it. It it, it was the most logical thing to do though, to make it clear that it's not punk. Like, I don't know how you would do it, but say something. I'm making this up off the top of my head. Like, a four-time such-and-such champion, you go, oh, well, it's obviously not Punk then, because he was six-time, or, or whatever. Yeah, like I, I, I feel like all of the things they could have done to hint at Orton would have made it too obvious it was Orton, so you might as well just announce him. Because what we said, though, we like the surprises. We don't like people being... Well, I, I agree, I agree, but in this situation, it was the smartest move. Okay. I, I firmly believe that. And uh, did you see Cody's promo? Yeah. Graham? I did not. He, 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 did, he did all of the things that would have people would have used to hint. Oh, you're he talking said, about when he's in the ring? The yeah. yeah, 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 the I whole, the whole, Sorry, oh you yeah, you know, a state. guy I have legacy with, oh, you yeah, know, yeah. Blah, blah. I, I really enjoyed that too, because you knew who it was, the crowd knew who it was, everyone knew who it was, it, it was, it was the best thing to just be like, yeah, it's Orton, and still, you gotta think, the pop he's gonna get on Saturday, regardless if we know it's him or not, is going to be huge, Um, I've missed Orton, so I think it's gonna be great, so, Matt, did you like Cody's promo as well? The only reason I'm asking is um, I saw Bishop was kind of, it sounded like he was kind of scathing of it, and it was hinting at that Cody needs to do promo classes immediately kind of thing. What does Bishop know? Oh, snap. Yes. Shots fired. Let's yes. not forget that this is the same guy who needs a special holder just to put a fucking spoon on. I thought we were getting to that later. <laughs> no, we're going we'll to address it now. I was kind of curious. Bishop, uh, you are a bell end. <laughs> Which, of course, means the end of bells. Absolutely. Well, just out of interest, we, obviously this was where do you put the spoon when you're making soup, etc., etc. Um, Where do you put the mallets when you're making soup? Yes, yeah, it's, it's a good question. Because the hand of the same shape, Graham, you could put it in the same place. Yeah, but they're top-heavy. Technically, you can just put them through the handle of any saucepan. Bishop took fine. a picture of one that you couldn't do that on, so I don't know if that's. I, just... I like how how when Matt says saucepan, it rhymes with Teddy Ruxpin. Saucepan. <laughs> yeah, that was a Teddy Ruxpin joke for all you old folks out there. <laughs> I'm not sure who that is, but we'll move on. Um, right. Graham, so, you know who Teddy Ruxpin is, right? Jackson okay. had one at one point. I know exactly. Yeah, creepy as fuck, right? It's so creepy. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. I had one too. It scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I'm surprised that Matt doesn't know who that is. I, I I just assumed he would know who that is, even if it's an American reference. I still thought... I'm, I'm, I'm afraid American. I don't. Anyway, I'm 90 a... seconds, Matt. 
Okay, um, I don't give a lot of praise to Tony Khan, but in a, in a way, I do have to praise him for the meltdown that Twitter had on Saturday night during Full Gear, when they were all screaming at their at their phones at each other and possibly their dogs and their and their babies for the fact of they changed the main event twice in one show and it was just what the main event was going into the show when they took MJF out the main event and then put him back in the main event again and put him in the main event instead of him in first place. Watching the meltdown was absolutely joyous to me. I don't I don't particularly hate on people where I can help it nowadays because, you know, it's more energy than it's worth. But I think it's a certain amount of pleasure. I was full of shudder for the Graham. Um, watching AEW fans literally uh, basically bust a nut over each other, over this. Um, I would like to, um, to to point one little thing out, which has been which has been of, of some concern, I'll be honest. Um, and that is... <sighs> you got 20 seconds. Yeah, really wasting your 90. Yeah, I know. Is that... Um, People can go away from can can literally go away from promotions if they actually are going to be four months apart, Graham, for their shows. So a return is more than fine, Graham. <laughs> I uh, I think it's a poor choice of words, personally. Take it out with the boss, Graham. I I saw it wasn't. I saw it was. I I saw. I saw. Well, thank you. That's all right. You were just pausing for dramatic effect. I was partly and partly because I'm very tired right now. Okay, you're the one who decided to record. I know, I know. Not asking for sympathy. Not asking for sympathy. Just asking for understanding. And I know rolling dice is really difficult. So I have nothing to say about uh, Matt's good cop speed check. I will get to it momentarily. Oh dear. Let's get Cracker back up then. All right, let's do it. Now, it was tempting to, and I nearly did say something in the previous segment. I was like, no, otherwise you don't have your main bad cop moment. So um, I have had a chance to watch some wrestling. Um, Yesterday after school, I was like, hey, I don't have to go to school tomorrow so I can watch some stuff. Um, And now i got IWTV back. It gives me the perfect opportunity to do this. Um, When I was watching the uh, Marcus Mathers, uh, The Life Of, um, I did talk about that Matt Tremont match um, with the, the light tubes, the 700 or whatever it was. So as I was searching searching for Matt Tremont, um, I did actually find um, uh, a Halloween cinematic match that I was that featured him. So, Ryan, I don't know. Have you seen The Death Of? No, the one with Cruel. Yeah, so that's... No, the- not yet. <laughs> All right, and I didn't want to spoil it ahead of time, but I was like, I know that you're obviously a big fan of Tremont. Um, so that's what I want to talk about. Um... So it was 55 minutes. Um, it started off with um it started off with the Kirks being interviewed about what is a death match. And then it transitioned into the the IWTV crew were all there. Uh, it kind of looked all behind the scenes. They talk about setting up a match and then they're getting lost. And I, I don't care if they're spoilers. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna do the main. I'm not gonna do the main spoiler. Uh, but then they find a body, and it's the setup is fantastic. Um, all really good. Um, the actual match itself, obviously, it's outside because it's Halloween. It's dark. Um, they've got fire there, so you've got some lighting going on. Um, no padding at all on the ring. It was literally just the panels of wood that were on the ground, which is perfect for Matt Tremont. 
perfect for crawl so you can have this match together uh felt really edgy um the finish was fantastic so after they pulling up the credits it said the death of and then underneath it was the person that lost the match um really cool all together and i'm not looking at matt right now because he's normally rolling his eyes at this point thinking okay hold on is this your bad cop moment um the reason it was the bad cop moment for all that good stuff that i just talked about um i'm the bad cop moment because i was doing exactly what you just talked about ryan i was distracted I was looking at my phone. It was only 55 minutes long. Um, it should really have been my good cop moment. But for some reason, I don't know. That enter that um that attention span thing, it's really bad. I could not want perhaps it was just because it was one match for 55 minutes, but they had different segments which made it feel like smaller bits. But yeah, my attention span is uh, I guess my main bad cop moment of the week. Even when something's really good, I'm perhaps not giving it the full credit that i could deserve uh, one thing i definitely try and avoid because i know this is really bad is when i'm actually at an indie event and it's really tempting to want to like post pictures and stuff i always try and do it between matches because i don't want wrestlers looking at me thinking like oh he's playing on his phone while i'm trying to enter i make sure that i try and stay away from that i'm not saying i'm a hundred percent good at doing that but i deliberately make sure i'm not looking at my phone during a match because i know that is disrespectful i i've been to a couple of concerts where they'll kick you out if you're on your phone no, no pictures, no videos, no texting, no nothing. They don't want you on your phone. They want you, which I agree with. Like, it's a 50-50 thing. Okay, obviously, you know, you have the right to do whatever the hell you want. But you just paid $70, $80, $100 or something to go see this, you know, band perform. And you're going to play on your phone? Like, I, I actually really enjoyed I went to see... um. A perfect circle a couple of years ago and signs everywhere no phones no phones we don't want to see them and this, i saw security going up to people be like put it away this is your only warning or we're going to ask you to leave it's on your ticket no phones <laughs> at the risk of getting laughed at by graham here i don't give a fuck i've been to two i've done two gigs this week okay i've been two gig not this week this this year um, I've been to Busted, and I've been to see... Like, why? I don't know why Graham's laughing so much about me going to watch two bands from my childhood who were a big part of my coming out story, Graham. You said so, they were legends, and I think we already covered that in a previous segment. I didn't say they were legends. Yes, you did. Nope. No, no, no. Or oh, you put I... them in par with Bruce Springsteen. No, 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 no. I said they were important to me as Springsteen is to you. I think you said they were legends, which is why I asked Ryan for... We had a round of legend or not legend. I, I, yeah, I'm aware, Graham. I've, I, I edited that fucking episode. Anyway. At the show, Graham, they both... Uh, every time, they want the lights on on your phones, for like, Graham, for that, and they encourage video and, fic and pictures. Now... Normally, when we're Chris, Chris does all the videos taking all that sort of stuff, and I just live in the moment, which for me is great. But here's the thing, right? I understand with certain things about not being on your phone, like texting, all that sort of stuff. As 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 Ryan was saying, um, you know, if you paid money, you should be allowed to do as you please when you're in. You know, in, in, as long as you're not doing anything, you know, wrong. But the fact of the matter is, 
is that with the exception of certain things, like for example, if you were to go to say like a comedy gig, for example, um, that sort of thing could be. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to give you a chance to actually do to actually both. So you went to see Jimmy Carr, for example, Graham, didn't you? I did. <laughs> no, they did, but that's obvious because if you, you if somebody posts that online the jokes, then why would you pay to go see the same jokes again? So, but if you ask me about most of the jokes, are not, I certainly wouldn't repeat them. Um, but no, I think that that makes sense for something like that. It's a little different for music. Mm. Um, listening to a record and listening to a live version is very is a very different experience. Absolutely, but the fact matter is that you should be allowed to have to mark the moment by taking little clips and like we do wrestling for example no, no, i, I and, think you, i think you guys are missing the point that i was making then uh, there's a big distinction between taking photos no, ab- no, absolutely and videos of their wrestling and me searching facebook for example. No, absolutely but the fact that, that with what ryan was saying about no phones allowed something like, like fuck you is what i say to that because in the uk that rule don't fly you can't record sit there the whole thing and record the entire show, for example. But you can take clips. Of course you can. They should encourage it in the yeah, UK. But, Matt, you have to understand, those people who sit there and record the whole show are the reason a lot of these artists are offended when you do that. I'm not saying everyone. I'm not, I'm not saying that at all. Like, you know, uh, I'm just trying to think of an example. Uh, Kiss, who the pageantry and the stage show is their shtick they hold on hold right hold on time out right matt just shrugged his shoulders do you not know who kiss are it's a music magazine isn't it radio show for fuck's sake do you really not know who kiss is because i will of course i know who kiss is but like (laughs) rose kiss shut up kiss is not going to tell you not to do that but I am just saying devil's advocate, even though we're not doing them, devil's advocate. Spoiler alert. Shouldn't it be the right of the artist to make that decision as well? Yes. It should be the right of the artist and not the right of security to actually start. Because I think people attack for this sort of thing. They're like, fuck off security. Go, go. Yeah, but the artist is the one who said this is the requirement for our show it was and it it wasn't like a thing where you showed up and they said oh by the way it was very bold on the website when you were buying tickets i've never seen that at a show i am just saying i understand both sides of the coin Mm. come back in um, I my phone just buzzed, so I was looking to see it, and my wife just sent me a message. Um, I don't know if you were aware there was um, a suspected terrorist attack on the Canadian border today. Yes, uh, on the bridge. Um, anyway, um, my my wife just messaged to me. Um, she said it was an accident, not an attack. Um, but it was the second sentence that got my attention. A uh, couple heading to the Kiss concert. I'm like, whoa. How did that suddenly come about? So she could hear us recording. She said everything we said, or that was like the most uh, like whoa of all the things. To I didn't even know there was a Kiss concert. Um, I'm not sure which side of. Well, we'll text her back and just let her know I was made for loving you, (laughs) Um, and also that you're thinking of a holiday to Detroit Rock City, but you're a little older, so you can't rock and roll all night. Um. Love gun. 
Ryan, what's your main bad cop moment? I love Kiss. I've always loved Kiss. Uh, Non-ironically, either. I fucking love Kiss. Um, Let's talk about the full gear main event, shall we? Yes, I talked about it, but go ahead. The match itself. Now, I want to get this out of the way. The match itself, MJF versus Bag of Dicks, was a good match. There is no issues with that. My bad cop is what you touched upon. And the fact that it made so little sense that whether she intended to or not, a contracted AEW employee talked about how stupid the main event setup was. So let's let's start with the fact of someone who is not champion and is on the injured reserve list was cleared to defend the title in the champion's stead. First and foremost, that is stupid. Absolutely stupid. Now, you could make it work if you had a couple weeks build to that happening and it was a contract thing and all that. Like, okay, I could totally see that happening. Now, the part, and this is uh, something that uh, Miss Miss Baker, I'm sorry, Britt Baker, <clears throat> DMD, posted, that when Adam Cole, on crutches, two weeks out of surgery, made his way down to the ring, no issues. They let him get to the ring, they let him get in the ring, the ref checked him, everything. Now, MJF, the champion on his way to the ring, was stopped by about eight security who were pleading with him not to get in the ring. How does this make any sense? And and I'm not even talking, I'm talking like storyline-wise. So why would security stop MJF, who's supposed to be in this match, but not stop Adam Cole, who's literally not medically cleared to wrestle? It made no sense. Like, the, the, there's not a single thing about this that that made sense again the match was great i really enjoyed the match the setup to the match not good the, the, the smarter thing to do would be to do the, do the old classic you could have done the exact same thing they did with mjf showing up in the ambulance and everything you could have done the exact same thing have jay white in the ring and the referee says MJF's got till the count of 10, or it's a forfeit. Jay White's new champion. One, two, woo, woo, woo. Like, this could have been done in a logical way, but they chose the convoluted, stupid storyline of Adam Cole's going to defend it for him, even though he's not medically cleared to wrestle. Absolutely batshit insane. Made no sense at all. I hated it. I hated it. And again, I loved the match. I thought I actually think overall Full Gear was one of their better pay-per-views. I really enjoyed it except for that. I really hated that. It it, it I I I was I was I don't know, I'm just blown away that that got like you know, it goes back to what we talked about. Someone, Tony Khan needs someone to go, uh, hey, Tony, uh, th- this isn't a good idea. This is bad. This is, this is not good. Yeah, yeah well, I just, I didn't, I didn't, like, I don't know. I It just, it just bugged me. And the fact that, and again, I don't think she intended 
to to show how stupid it was but the fact that one of your contracted employees is in storyline on twitter essentially saying this is fucking stupid wow just 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 wow yeah um i have a lot of thoughts about full gear which i'm about to get to in, in my main bad cop moment so i might just hold fire for a moment there's graham wants to come in with any of his thoughts about the main event of full gear yes yes to graham graham go ahead you think you think no go away no go no away. He, he, he's saying he's saying absolutely i have something to say Yes, absolutely. He he's he is clearly agreeing with it all. Oh he, no! Well, hold on, hold on, Matt, Matt, Matt. I'm, I'm sorry, you're you're English, so you're not equipped to handle this. Uh, he's speaking American sign language. Let me see if I can translate. Um, okay, okay. So something about baseball. Uh, baseball is a boring, pointless sport. Okay, okay, got it, got it, got it. Baseball is a boring. Okay, well, hold on. He's he's signing something. I'm, I'm, uh, it, uh, it's finger. What is it? What is it? Oh, I make so much money as a teacher that I actually can buy my own baseball team. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, oh, 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 I'm sorry. He's he's speaking English again. Okay, gotcha. Go ahead. Okay, no, I said clearly go on, but you decided not to, and then I was away from the. Screen. I thought you were using American Sign Language drink because I didn't. Cuppa? Watch, I didn't watch it. I, it's a cup. Well, actually, it's um. Uh, what is it? Apple cider, hot apple cider. Um, I didn't watch any AEW at all again this week, so I have nothing to contribute at all to this, um, except I heard something about blood being drank. That's literally my extent of my knowledge for this week. So, we were talking about the main event. So... Carry on. Carry okay, on. okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay, I wanted to give you a chance. That was all. Um, so yeah, I'm um because I go straight on from right away from the screen. If I was re- if I really wanted to contribute something to that segment, I wasn't. In any case, in well, drink... to get a word in edgeways now. I just move away from the screen. Shut up and drink your cider, Graham. Okay, and I will keep talking. Um, full gear. I had I had some problem with this. Um, in general, um, yeah, the blood was it. It was wrong. As far as I was concerned, I didn't personally didn't think that drinking blood. And spitting it out really was appropriate in 2023, but that's just my personal opinion. I have more of a problem with Will Osprey being all elite. Is there a follow-up? Yeah, yeah, it is follow-up. Because much like you said last week, Ryan, I thought he already was. Oh, I didn't. I knew he wasn't. Because he's already worked eleven, he's already worked eleven matches for the cunting company. Yeah, but they have a working relationship with New Japan, so I mean that makes sense. I've got a working relationship with my with my dustman. I'm not a dustman. It's a what? The point I'm making is just because you've got a working relationship with somebody means nothing. Fuck, Tony can't own New Japan for all I know. He owns two wrestling companies, as it is. So, you know, I'm rambling slightly, I'm aware, but I, it didn't shock me. I wasn't, it wasn't a big surprise to anybody. We were pretty signed for, for, for AEW, but he's not going to sign for him properly until after, until after his contract. I'm like, then why say it now? 
Well, see, that's a good bad cop moment. The fact that they made a big deal about signing a new free agent that they aren't even going to be able to really use full time until February. Mm. Like, it's stupid. Why not do that at Revolution in late January, early February? Like, I, I agree with you. It's stupid. Mm. And they also got, I think, is it New Year's Evil? They're calling it that's just end of end of year show. No, that's WWE, yeah, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, there's something happening on the third of December. I forgot it's called World's End. World's End. Sorry, Wrestle World's Kingdom. End. Which uh, Wrestle Kingdom is uh, is New Japan show on the fourth of January? Correct. Thank you. Yeah, which has got half of AW's roster wrestling on, which is why Ric Flair's the main event on Collision that week. Um. And it's like, forget Rick. No, it's he the literally he's the center image for collision advertising for that week. Oh, okay. Cool. So if Rick Flair's not the prominent member of that, that then that's false advertising and therefore should be sued. Oh, um, to change. Uh, don't I fucking know that sort of thing, Graham? Unfortunately, being a wrestling business myself nowadays. <sighs> Yeah, no, CX something. I don't know. I'm not familiar with it. It's not like you talk about it 24 hours a fucking day like you're a walking billboard. (laughs) That and then, of course, um, of course, another show, The Volley, of course, which I do as well. Of course, Rich Graham will be on this coming Saturday, of course, exclusively. Yes. Saturday. Isn't it Manchester City, Liverpool? Saturday morning. I thought that was Sunday. I'm, I'm sure when I looked, it said it was Sunday. Saturday morning, last time I checked. Okay. All right. All right. Literally, it's. I think it's like. I think it's like seven a.m. your time, Graham. It is. It's seven thirty. I saw that. Yeah, there's definitely. Oh, it, definitely. Hours at that. I was up at uh, four. I was up around four this morning, yeah. so I'm up a little later than normal. Yeah. But, well, hold on. I I still have a rebuttal. With uh, with aggressing slightly, Graham, because. Will Ospreay, I mean, yeah, he's a great signing, but I mean, I don't get what everyone is literally busting a nut over him for. Ryan, can you explain to me what I'm missing here? The thing you're missing is the attention span of wrestling fans is worse than Graham trying to watch a 55 minute match. And when a performer is implicated in something, that's only important for as long as people can get clicks on Twitter or YouTube. After that, after that statute of limitations, nobody cares anymore. Now, remove the uh, alleged bullshittery of Will Ospreay's personal life. Which I've been legally told I must do, actually. Because is, there is no actual, and uh, there's no official legal reason for me to be calling him fucking Ospreay. Removing that. There is no doubt that he is one of the most talented in-ring performers active today. It, like him or not, it's a 
fact. It's indisputable because he's good. He's really, really good. Um, now, that is not what I need to rebuttal. Go ahead. What I need to rebuttal is your comments regarding the Hangman Page and Swerve Strickland match. And it's not you. It's actually the community as a whole. It goes back to something that we talk about pretty often, hypocrisy. Everyone, and I'm going to go all the way back to the beginning. Everyone was all excited about AEW because AEW was going to have blood. AEW is going to have foul language. But then it was, oh, well, AEW swears too much. Then it was, oh, Cody took a chair shot to the head. And then it was, oh, this match is too violent. You, you can't have it both ways. Either you have a mature wrestling program that is going to have those things in it, or you don't. Th- those are your two options. Ryan? Yes. Everything you say and agree with explicitly. But the guy drank his blood and spat it out. Okay, so A, that's not drinking. That's putting it in your mouth. Don't. Please do not be petty about this, okay? I'm being deadly serious. And I'm being deadly serious too. I've seen that multiple times on indie shows. And it doesn't fly there for me either. As somebody who knows someone who has got HIV through no, through no that, that's we can get HIV. Seriously, that is not something to be joked about. And I agree with you, but we, we are in a situation that exactly you. I didn't hear what Graham said. Sorry, the wrestlers. These wrestlers are tested. You can't compete in this sport if you have bloodborne pathogens at that level. It's not allowed. It, it, and it all comes from the Bob Orton incident with The Undertaker. He had hep C. That's why they don't blade in WWE anymore. Oh, Graham, are you learning something? No, when you said uh, Orton, I was like, I don't know where you're going with so it. So the situation, it was Orton versus Undertaker. Uh, Randy Orton, Randall. Uh, and Bob Orton was like kind of his manager at the time. Two out of them four, yeah. Um, and Orton bladed. talking about Bob Orton wrestling, I was going to say. Yeah, I am. He did not Bob Orton. Oh, okay. He he was he he was he was Randy's manager for the match, and uh, Orton bladed, Bob Orton, uh, Undertaker bladed, Undertaker did not know that Bob Orton had hepatitis C. Undertaker got pissed, for rightfully so. So now it is WWE's policy that everyone is blood tested, and it's the reason that the referees wear gloves. It's that's all it's all really stemmed back from that. Now, I can not confirm this, but I am pretty sure that AEW has the same policy that regular testing is done for their performers. I know they have to go through physicals regularly because they need to make sure someone isn't dropped out of a heart attack with a an organization that allows blading at that level. I would 100% say they're tested for bloodborne pathogens. I would sincerely hope so. Because that's yeah. my but in general, I just think that is in very bad taste. 
that particular. I mean, blood. I get that it happens in wrestling. I get that, but I don't like seeing that because it's too close to home for me. And I understand that completely, but you know that's not what people are up in arms about. They're saying it was it's too violent. It's what I, oh, it's what I'm up in arms about. I can't and, and I, everybody else. But. And 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 you know your you know your opinion and your feelings is one hundred percent valid, and I totally understand that. However, and I appreciate. I'm that. just saying, from the perspective of the general wrestling fan who is just they need something to complain about. So this match was too violent, and you know, because I, I I texted my buddy literally after that spot. I texted him. I said, "Yo, this is fucked up." But I said it in a good way because I like fucked up wrestling. I I mean I'm a, I like deathmatch wrestling. You know I love when they go too far. Um, but there there's a line. Um, for me personally, they didn't cross it, but I can understand why you would feel that way. Because understanding is key in any relationship. But I'm a bloodthirsty fucking maniac, so I fucking loved it. Oh yeah. Mm, I especially love when uh, Swear started stapling stuff to himself because that's awesome. Mm, anyways, what segment are we on? Speed check now? I don't know. I think it's uh, my speed check, I think, right, Matt? Now, I spent a little bit of time early because I have a few more bad things to talk about than uh, the good things. So I don't know if it works like that. Um, even though sure. I never remember or pronounce her name correctly when she was Casey Catanzaro, I hope I got it right this time. Whenever I hear Katana Chance, I'm always thinking, who is that? Or my first thought is I think of Caden Carter because I don't know who Caden Carter is either. So I'm really annoyed. I just I just wanted to go back to Katie. So many people have changed back with their names. I, I want Casey to go back to Casey again. I don't like Katana Chance chance at all um high five tom when he returns to social media he's having a few days off i believe he's going to be appalled to see there's a remake of die hard like what the hell what? i don't think that's true i it certainly looked like it was from what i could tell but i'm hoping that that is a joke because that would be ridiculous um the giant haystacks christmas single that was on the aforementioned brilliant utt podcast um that is terrible but i am adding it to my christmas playlist and uh final one uh title match network um i forgot to cancel it last year in March, and it, I have it on um, a yearly subscription, so I got charged $99. It was fine. Um, I watch uh, Mission Pro Wrestling on it, which is awesome for, and also for Capital Championship Wrestling as well, which now is no more because the owner is a bit of a scumbag. So I cancelled it ahead of time, so I didn't forget. And when you do things like this, and this is where I'm going to run over a little bit, guys, okay? So if you have like a Netflix subscription that ends, let's say, December 31st, if you cancel it today, how long are you allowed to watch Netflix for? Until December 31st, because you paid for it. Correct. So this literally, and I checked the wording carefully, and all it said was cancel the payment uh, the sorry, the reoccurring payment. Anyway, I went back to watch the VCW show from Alexandria because I wanted to see if see some of the matches again, see if I was in the crowd. Somebody actually asked who doesn't have it, could they have any pictures? And I was like, I can help that person out as well. Can't log in, don't have an account anymore. 
So even though it goes until March, can't get in. Now, there was a, a help thing on the side there with chat. So I typed in what it was. And they said, um, what's your email address? Which I was assuming to validate the account. So I typed it in. And uh, it says, actually, we're not here right now. We'll get back to you. Well, guess what? Six days later, Title Match Network have not got back to me. So I'm pissed at Title Match Network right now. Did you at least get like a prorated refund? Nope. No, oh yeah, that's that's messed up. Then. Like, that's ridiculous. Like if I pay until the end, like I can stop my payment beforehand because I already paid for the year. But to now not be able to access anything, so um, yeah, it just means I've got to phone them or follow up on an email. But yeah, come on, Tyler Match Network, you gotta do better than that. If you pay for that time, every I don't know any other company that does that. Everything else, when I cancel it ahead of time, so I don't forget, it's like you have ten days left to service, or you have a month left, or whatever. But. Yep, that's my bad cop moments. Ryan? That's a pretty good bad cop moment. Yeah, oh, I was pissed. <laughs> I still am pissed, because I suddenly realized, I was like, oh, they never even got back to me as well. They asked for my email, and then they never followed up with me. <sighs> CCW right, should really have been a separate bad cop moment, but we didn't record for a few weeks, and I forgot. Rhino, you're up. Me? Yeah. Mm, In the same order. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't pay attention to this kind of crap. Um, yeah, again, I really liked Full Gear. One match too long. It, it, the same thing every every month with them. One match too long. Like just cut one match, make it make it make sense. Um the uh oh god, I forget the name of the tournament that they're running. The continent oh the continental classic running a tournament and it will crown the first ever AEW triple crown champion who will be the Ring of Honor world champion, the uh Continental Classic champion, obviously, and the New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong champion. Well, hold on a second. How is your all elite wrestling triple crown uh involve a belt from a company that is not all elite wrestling oh it also has a belt from ring of honor which is technically not all elite wrestling because you said it's two different promotions make it make sense just try just attempt it once just think stupid absolutely stupid um shit i'm just so mad about that i i, I can't even i can't even form coherent thoughts um that's it. I'm just mad about that. I got nothing else. I'm too. I'm too fed up. <laughs> it shouldn't be too difficult. If you set up a narrative, stick with the narrative, or don't come up with that narrative in the first place. It's not difficult to do. Matt, right. Um, first thing I talk about is Nikki Garcia. Um, Nikki Bear to people who don't know who I'm talking about. Um, I'm a little bit. What was that for, Graham? Happy fortieth birthday! Oh, is it? I couldn't care less about her age. Um, I'm I'm more concerned about the fact that she actually thinks that she that she came out this week and said that she wished that she'd had the opportunity to compete in like the Hell in a Cell matches, the TLC matches that their women do nowadays, but they weren't allowed to because they were worried they might overshadow, overshadow the men allegedly. Nikki Bella. I don't wish to throw shade here, but as much as I don't necessarily like Miss Rousey much, the best thing she ever did was that promo where she told you that the only door you kicked down in your career was on the John Cena's bedroom. 
okay? You were irrelevant then, you're less relevant now because no one knows who the fuck you are anymore. Right, now... Uh, uh, she's the co-host of Barmageddon, obviously. Yeah, which, and she got snubbed in that as well. So even better. Um, I also had, I had an appointment, but that'll do. I forgot what my back appointment was. Never mind. Hey, yeah, Brie was always the better Bella. We all know it. Yeah. Yeah. Brie could actually wrestle. Mm. I'm surprised as we as we've just finished all the main good cops and bad cops. Um, haven't you just mentioned Ronda Rousey? I'm kind of surprised that did that come up at all last week, or was that after we'd recorded um, her appearance on Ring of Honor? I thought that might have got mentioned somewhere. Oh, see, that means so little to me. I d- th- that that's beyond bad cop. That is, oh, we just booked the top athlete in the world, and we're gonna put her on a pre-taped show. Yeah, we. Uh, not not only that, a pre-taped show that doesn't matter because honestly, only fucking, you know. Uh, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna channel my inner Melissa real quick. Uh, bootlickers, uh, watch, and it's behind a paywall as well. So why would you watch it? I, I thought it might have at least gotten. A I didn't. I didn't want to. Yeah. I didn't want to give. It's the stupidest thing. <laughs> it, it, it is it, the fact that we're even talking about it now. So we're we all a little bit cop, dumber. If we had right, bad cop moments, they would have mentioned. But as it's bad cop, right, that's why you, wanted to, you wanted to listen to our show. If you get to start him off, Graham, we won't get out of it till next Thanksgiving. All right, all right. Let's I do would like to just say I have remembered what my last bad cop moment was. I'll quickly throw it in then. Hopefully, it was about eleven seconds long. Yes, um, I've got this really bad feeling that Randy's not going to show up. You think it's going to be CM Punk? I've got this really bad feeling. Do you think it's? I mean, WWE just released a new Randy Orton T-shirt, so he has been at the. Um... The performance center, so we yeah. know he's on. The he's been backstage too. He's been doing yeah. like some producer uh, shit for them. I know, but according to his doctor, they've told him to never wrestle again. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. So did Ric Flair's doctor. So did Dusty Rhodes' doctor. So did Terry Funk's doctor. <laughs> and uh, all of them, all of them should not have done so. <laughs> but wrestlers wrestle until their bodies don't let them wrestle anymore. They fuse his. They fuse his back. Not his neck, his back. Back fusion's a lot easier to deal with than neck fusion, I think. Still not great, though, bud. I mean, you know, Eric Rowe uh, just had neck fusion. Braun just had neck fusion. Edge had neck fusion. Daniel Bryan had neck fusion. I mean, it's it's not the, the career killer that it used to be. Because medical medical science has come so far. All right, I'm going to start off with fan cop moments, so perhaps I'll cover some of the things that we missed. Uh, gentlemen, I'm going to let you do the main thread, of which I believe I saw there was five responses. Um, I got three sent to me ahead of time, because High Five Tom knew he wasn't going to be around to post. So I'm going to start with those. So the Midwest Wrestling Roundup podcast. Uh, hashtag good cop moment. Personal friend of High Five Tom. Mr. Tom Tr- Tommy Trainwreck is your new ICW Milwaukee alternative champion. Uh, great battle and cherry on top of Tommy comeback after five years off. Um, and that reminds me, because Tom will probably be listening, so it's easier just to mention it right now. I might be able to attend ICW Milwaukee in December, depending on what the date is. Let me know when it is, Tom, please. Chad and Needle will be there. 
Uh, I'll go next. If you don't mind, Ryan, I'm going to go next with. Um, I'm going to go with Bishop. Get him out of the way. Um, good cop moment. TW takes giving free is here. I'll be live tweeting the meal prep. Got to be done by 12 fair kickoff. Bad cop moment. Cody ability to promo. And worst cop moment. Tony Storm's ability to hide a spoon rest in her tights. Tight of AW commentary. Not knowing what a spoon rest is. I could go on about all responses to that, but we actually want to get out before Santa that starts. That has been one of the more controversial topics we've ever had. I didn't realize. It triggered me. It fucking triggered Well, the, the, the nationalism of how Americans are all stupid because they don't know what it is. <laughs> Fuck, you think it's just like nobody had... What were you talking about? Fucking and, uh, racist. It reminded me of the old days when I got on my phone and it was 20 plus notifications. It reminded me when I used to get on my phone at lunchtime and it would have been you, you, Mags, Tali, that type of group. And it would be, yeah, it was that same kind of thing. I got that same vibe again and I actually kind of appreciated it. It was nice to see. Brian, do you have a moment uh, to read to us? Sure. We're going we're gonna to pull uh, Mr. Rob. And uh, who has a good cop moment? UTT. UTT. Uh, BBC, which for those who don't understand, uh, stands for Big Black Cox, having an article about Nick Aldis in WWE. It's nice to see wrestling in mainstream news. It is nice to see wrestling in mainstream news. Uh, WTF cop moment. Matt Riddle getting booked on the indies. Thought he'd F off. I mean, money. <laughs> uh, bad cop moment collisions head-to-head viewing figures with smackdown not great for competition i disagree i think it is the embodiment of competition it's someone who doesn't know what they're doing thinking that they can go head-to-head with a huge corporation who's been doing this for 40 plus years indeed um and obviously he's got to pay for his kids so he needs to work whether you like him or not Matt Riddle actually is appearing in two shows in Maryland in early 2024. I, I posted one of the posters, and I did talk to uh, Rob offline about the other one as well. You, you'll same, be at both, I bet, because you want to you want to see Matt Riddle. I would like to go to one of them, actually, but hey. He's on the same show as James Ellsworth, I believe. Well, the fact that I mentioned was that the other show he's appearing at is James Ellsworth's own company, Adrenaline Championship Wrestling. So, uh, Ring of Honor Revelry, uh, good cop moment. Will and High Five Tom recorded episode of 1.100 yesterday. Uh, this was on the 19th. Stoked we've made it this far, but we unfortunately do have a hard stop date. Uh, sad cop moment. It has been 100 weeks since at High Five Tom has appeared on Good Cop, Bad Cop. Well, I think I responded to this, and I did actually mention the fact that I'm not responsible for booking anymore. So, um, And I believe we had another request from somebody who asked when they're going to appear in on the show. Um, but I think that one was a little easier to shut down, because we said, yes, we want you on the show. You guys sort it out when you can come on. And then, of course, absolutely nothing. So, Devoid, figure it out, guys. Come on. He, he has the link. Has the link. But we, he we, we want, and you put, we want both. We want both. We don't just want. Uh, we want Derek as well. True, but you put in the fan cop moments when we were recording, as well. Yeah. Well, Ryan actually gave him a free invitation to come and join today. So yeah. Hey, if he does, he does. Yeah. yeah. Right now, but yeah. Well, still show still. I would say we're on fan cop moments, so we probably got another hour left. So who knows? It might still happen. I hope not. I'm shattered. <laughs> 
poor Chris is waiting for me. Did I not mention the uh, 50 questions that we got sent? We got to answer before we end the episode with as well. <laughs> Fuck off, you can't. <laughs> Anything else, uh, Matt? There should yeah. be more, I believe. Yes, we've got, um, I believe, a new good cop, a new fan cop here, Graham. Sim- yeah. Simi41. Yeah. Uh, Thomas, his name is. Um, best cop moment, Drew turning heel. Drew is a good heel, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Worst cop moment, Zia Lee losing clean to Becky the day before a title match. Um, yeah. Lost. Pardon? Which she also lost. Yeah, but at least it was a little bit less predictable, I guess. A good, good match, though. But again, I did your back of moment this, of course. WWE's YouTube page spoiled the win. <gasps> Ridiculous. No reason for that. Yeah, it literally like, it literally said, like, um, Lia Valkyrie beats Zia Lee to retain championship. Bravo. I'm like, Subtlety. I'm like, wow. Well, it wouldn't have been spoiled if you watched it live. But if you're posting it for people to watch, unless you're only posting it so people can watch it for a second time, then that's a ridiculous way of of titling that episode. That yeah, it is, yeah, but the thing is, then for other things like Baron Corbin versus um, Ilya Dragovich, for example, like just say that exactly. Just say that. I hate it I when it. Um, soccer highlights do that as well. All I need to see is like it's Nottingham Forest versus Sheffield United. I don't need to see it was Nottingham Forest 2 versus Sheffield United 1. Like, don't, I don't well, like well hold on, hold on. Does So do they have a sheriff on the team? Or is the sheriff like the coach? <laughs> Ryan had to contribute something about Nottingham there. No, the, um, the sheriff is not on the team now. Okay. Well, I'm going to be talking about uh, something related to the Sheriff of Nottingham if I ever get to appear on Game Junkies again. So now who knows what the fuck I'm going to be talking about, right? As I'm all over the place. Anyways, Dan Griffin, our good friend Dan Griffin, uh, wrote in uh, today. uh, He said, good cop moment. Only watched the 9th November Impact, but it was bookended by banging matches, Perrazzo versus Steels, and Shelley versus Gresham, plus some really intriguing storyline progression across the board. Agreed. I really love Impact is in this great moment right now where they're kind of setting up this full repackaging, and I really like what they're doing. Uh, bad cop moment i've only had time to watch the above and dreamer is still dm champ which of course means digital media um or dami mommy depending on what circles you roll in um i'm not sure if he's saying that it's bad that dreamer is still champ or that he only had time to watch those matches um, we will not accept any Tommy Dreamer slander here. Uh, I will accept slander on the digital media championship design. It's a dumb looking belt. Um, but yeah, moving on. Uh, Graham, I believe it's you. Um, yeah, it's the third installment of High Five Tom. This is the official High Five Tom account. Uh, good cop moment. Scouring the internet and saw that the Osprey versus Alexander matchup currently has over 100,000 views on YouTube. That was as of the 20th. Uh, awesome that that match is getting exposure. And if I count oh, yeah. correct, there should be one left, Matt. Indeed, chat, grab one cheat pops. Best Cup, your boys will be in Berlin next August. Awesome, boys. But worst Cup, blood drinking. What the fuck were they thinking? You've all, you guys have already heard my thoughts on the issue. The irony is they're going to Germany for Oktoberfest, and they just didn't really understand. 
you 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 are Oktoberfest is in September. Yeah, you are you are aware Graham, you are aware that um Disney World start their Halloween parties in August. That's Disney World. That explains why you put your Christmas tree up in July as well. Exactly. Oh. I didn't. I don't put it. I did my. I did my ordering in July. Graham, the difference. <laughs> Big difference. All right. No devil's advocate this week. Um, I proposed as it's our Thanksgiving episode that we do um a thankful cop moment. Um, yeah, so we gonna... we declined though because he's already married. He can't propose. So is Matt. Actually, this proposal was an indecent one. Indecent <laughs> proposal. It's a movie. Anyways, when did that ever stop you? So my thankful cop moment is, um, Matt, we've been doing this show for over five years now, and there's a lot of people who we used to interact with on Twitter that we just don't anymore. Some of the people I mentioned when I talked earlier about the uh, the hundreds of notifications, um, and some of those people are podcasts that just don't exist anymore. Um, people like Kelsey, um, people like Paul Tolley, we just don't see on uh, recording anymore. And um, the reason I'm thankful is that um, it sounded like there was going to be another one I could have added to that list. Uh, they said they were going to do one episode a year, and then sometimes it turned into zero. Sometimes it did turn into one. And um, I'm really thankful that this year we've managed to expand the crew from two to three people. Um, it was annoying to only get the chance to talk to him for 15 minutes once a year on MGB about an indie wrestler. And that was the only time I really got to talk to him. So as much as I mock every week how long these episodes go, it's a real privilege to be able to I, where, talk where, for 150 minutes. He hasn't figured out I'm talking about him yet. Where, where's he going with this? Minutes a week. Ryan, I'm so glad that you joined the crew. Um, it's a blast. I would say we had a good time before, but um, I'm going to speak on Matt's behalf. It's a much better show now that we have you with us, and it's um, something I look forward to at the start of each week. Perhaps not so much it's, at the end of the week. It's but. funny because I was actually just talking about how I hate the three-man booth. I really hate the three-man booth. I think that two commentators isn't enough. However, in this situation... I'm happy to be here. And I think that honestly, it has kind of, um, at least from what I can tell, you know, it's evolved the show from, you know, there's one thing when it's like two people talking about something, as soon as you add a third or a fourth person in the podcast world, it becomes like a group of friends hanging out, chatting about something, you know, because a, a, a two way back and forth is a conversation. Three or more is, you know, it's a group. It's people like getting together and talking and sharing. I mean, at the end of the day, if I could be serious for a moment, at the end of the day, you can it's sharing our love of this nonsensical thing that is called professional wrestling. It's, you know, I, and the whole reason that I even started the blade job back in the day was because that's all I talked about. <laughs> and steel trash can bless his heart was just like, why don't you do a podcast and I never even, it never even occurred to me. And, you know, here we are, you know, like, you know, I, I know we joke about it a lot, but it means something to me that I was able to inspire other people to kind of start doing this, you know, especially with like when I still talk about Graham, our initial conversations when you were like, hey, Mason wants to do a podcast. 
you know, what do you think? Like, do you have any advice? Blah, blah, blah. You know, and I know that it was me and I know that it was Mags and I know that it was Matt and I know it wasn't just like you coming to me and like, I need your advice only, but to be a part of that, I don't know, it means something to me. So well, I'm happy to be here. That led to him having that thought. So that was the significant part. Yeah, let's not forget, of course, I didn't come into yeah, Trains World until yeah. episode six. Yeah, so. no, Matt had no part in this at all. He found out that I was doing a podcast, and that's how we found that we had a shared love of wrestling, because we did not know that at that time. I think we both knew we were, we were Liverpool fans at that time, and we had a love of sport, but I don't think we knew the wrestling side of it at all. Yeah, for uh, sure. Yeah, because I, I know for a fact that I met Matt through you. Yeah. 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 I'm, 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 and I, I I heard the blade drop for the first time, and I thought, how can I rip this off? Um, <laughs> really terrible idea because it wasn't a good show. It, it was impossible to rip off that because you had great chemistry with what? with Scott and uh, uh, rest in peace, John Ireland, seven years d- dead now. Well, even before Mr. Tommy Collins, um, but that well, that was the reason yeah. is I really wanted it to be three people. At least, and and that was that was just a happenstance um, because I was I worked with Tommy Collins, and him and I formed our relationship because I found out that he had dated a girl, a good friend of mine that I went to high school with. I mean, I say high school. We we met each other in like kindergarten. Like I know I've known this girl my entire life. Um, so we just kind of started chatting because it was like, oh, well, we kind of have a connection already, so might as well. And I had brought it up to him. I was like, hey, I want to do a, a wrestling podcast. And he said, oh, well, I've got I've got this friend who really likes wrestling, too, named Scott. And it just happened. I never met. I met the day I met Scott was the day we were pitching ideas for the podcast. That is the day I met Scott. <laughs> Wow. Um, it just happened. Um, they actually, a funny story, a lot of people don't know this little, this is blade job history. Um, and I'm breaking kayfabe too, because, uh, his name wasn't Tommy Collins. It was Tim. Uh, <laughs> Tim and thought it was Tommy Collins to begin. And I didn't even make the connection that that's a drink. I did not make that yeah. at all until the show tim tim and scott actually recorded the pilot for the blade job on their own they recorded it to pitch it to me to how it would sound i still have it and it was not called the blade job it was called the rassle frass podcast (laughs) i still have the pilot that's a terrible Um, name uh if you remember one of the uh one of the one of my return episodes uh, do you remember when I started doing my yearly where there would be like a little introduction? Yeah. It would be like previously on the blade job. I remember me. Um, the audio in one of those is the original pilot episode. I'm not involved at all. It was recorded on like Scott's phone at Tim's house. Um, yeah, oh. no, it's, it's, it's super weird to kind of think where we, where we were you know, five, six years ago and where we are now. Um, you know, we went from we went from like three people listening to the blade job to like four people listening to this show. It's crazy the growth we've seen. Oh, I'm sorry, seven. Well, if you guys want a bit of context and how thing 
to change in five years. We're recording right now is just ticked over in the UK to the 23rd of November. I hardly met Chris five years ago. Yeah. Yep. Well, I did post. Not until the 28th. It would be five years. Huh. I did post today. There was somebody asking, like, what were the origins of your podcast? And I didn't explain it at all, but I said poor behavior choices. <laughs> to be fair. Which is fair. true. Yeah, yeah, Mason. Mason, you would understand it, Matt. But I was like, I don't care if anyone else. Mason does. being a clown is the reason why I got my, why I got a show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, now I'd like to hear what Matt is thankful for, even though he's a heathen and he doesn't celebrate the genocide of the native species of this continent. Are you kidding me? I thought we were fucking colonials. Um, to quote Buffy, Vampire Slayer. Um, Giles in particular. Um, I'm thankful for a lot of things, especially for this past year. Um, I'm thankful for my friends, my family, obviously. You know, the common stuff, I say that all the time. I thought we said this had to be wrestling things. Because now you make me feel a little like a total dick for that. That was why I said the thing. We'll we'll say those as givens. To be fair, my friends and my family are incredibly supportive of my wrestling wrestling career. Okay, Okay. fair enough. Um, Career. I'm thankful for Chris putting up with my wrestling I watch. Seriously, we had to change our skybox this week because it broke. We couldn't actually receive the satellite signal anymore. And before... And while we're going through deleting stuff, there was nearly 29 gigabytes of AEW saved on there that I've never watched. AEW is set to record on my Skybox just in case it's something worth watching. I've never watched it. I watched YouTube highlights. So pointless. So I'm thankful for letting Chris give her. Huh? Did you watch uh, wrestling when you were on your honeymoon as well? Do I remember correctly? It the first the first night we arrived, uh, the final storm was going on. We didn't put Raw on. The next day, we didn't have tickets for the Halloween party, which was start at six p.m. So we had to be out the park by six p.m. So we went back to the hotel, obviously, and NXT was on. So while Chris was watching the fireworks, I was watching NXT, watching Becky Lynch win the win the women's championship at night. It's kind of weird watching it happen live, you know. It's kind of weird. Um, but cliche as it may be, I'm very thankful to Adam Paris for giving me a chance. I'm very thankful for that. Um, who can say? A year from being 40, they're not doing one job, they're doing two jobs that they love. I am literally in the perfect place in my life. I've got a husband who's wheezing in his sleep right now, who I love with all of my heart. I've got my dream job. I've got a dream job of being a chef for one day since I was a kid. I'm working for a wrestling company, shouting, powerbomb, choke slam him to hell, 
what the hell did I just see? Johnny, grab the microphone, get away from the table. I I get to do this for a living. I get to do the things I love for a living. It doesn't get any better than that. And wouldn't be, and I'm very thankful that Adam Paris for giving me a chance at CXW. I know it sounds cliche, but I'm the happiest I've ever been because of it. And I know you've said it many times. I don't care. I'm going to say it again. You said that I've been doing this for years. I've just not had a microphone in front of me for doing it. If it was, and I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. If it wasn't for you and lastly Ryan, because Ryan obviously started the whole journey, the whole butterfly effect, I wouldn't have the confidence to be the magnificent Matt Lewis. So thank you both. Those were binoculars, Graham. You <laughs> that was a terrible you, attempt. You can try to the heart with my hands before. That was awful. <laughs> I'm glad this is an audio podcast. Yeah, you the wacky goggles, Graham. <laughs> I, I need to practice that clearly. Yeah, you do it down here for starts. Oh, jeez. Yeah, got it, got it. You got the sense. Swan, Swan's figured out. How can you not? <laughs> I think there is actually a video of this, so I, I might be able to cut that out, possibly. Not cut it out. I might be able to, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah. Upload that little segment. Well, there you go. You figured it out. What are you thankful for, Ryan? So we already got the sappy crap out of the way. Uh, There we go. No, I am thankful that professional wrestling is seeing its biggest boom since the late 90s. There were times where it felt like wrestling was dead. Nobody cared anymore. The products were bad. There was just it was really disheartening this thing that I've personally been watching for over 30 years was just in such a shit place. And it was, it was just awful. It was like, there was nothing really good to watch. The Indies were dying. WWE had a monopoly. Uh, TNA was in such dire straits. Ring of honor was there, but it was so hard to see. Um, it felt like it was dead. It felt like wrestling was dead. And now WWE is putting out the best product they have in years. There's legitimate, you know, for lack of a better term, competition on television with AEW. More people are working. That's good. That's good for the industry. Um, Impact pulled themselves out of the shitter and fixed their brand enough where they can go back to their legacy. They can go back to their history and say, this is who we are. Um, New Japan has found a foothold in the US. The Indies are thriving. And not just thriving, people are making seven figures on the independent circuit. That's insane. That's that's a far shot from, you know, a hot dog and a handshake. Yeah. Professional wrestling is professional wrestling now might be at its peak 
at least it's peak so far because yeah the attitude era the monday night wars those were huge but there were really only two companies making money because ecw wasn't making any money we all know that now there's so many companies where people can go and they can work we've got internet streaming you know you can see i can watch indies from around the world i can watch indies all over the country i there are so many indie organizations running that i could go to live if i wanted that are within half an hour nope not them not within half an hour put your shirt down put them put them moves away nobody needs to see him right now thank you thank you decorum gentlemen at first decorum of the show just for one of us not gentlemen just matt yeah but you were you were laughing at his at his boobs I was laughing because he posted in the chat, get your sausage at CXW Massive on March 30th, 2024. Yeah, your sausage in a handjob. That's how CXW pays. I just just think it's great. I think it's absolutely fantastic that, yeah, Matt's offended that I say sausage in a handjob. All types of wrestling are thriving, too. You know, mainstream TV wrestling is thriving. Lucha Libre wrestling is thriving. Deathmatch wrestling. Deathmatch Deathmatch wrestling is mainstream. I never, ever. Back in 2006 or whatever, when I'm watching CZW and I feel like I just bought like a dirty movie that I'm trying to hide from my parents kind of thing. Like, it's, it's, it's just bonkers how well wrestling is doing right now and whenever i see these people who are like this sucks that sucks it's just like it doesn't even make sense at this point to think oh well i don't like aew so i have to complain about it because there are hundreds of other options if you don't like aew you don't like wwe if you don't like impact you don't like new japan you don't like stardom you don't like ring of honor you don't like beyond you don't like ccw you don't like mcw it doesn't matter there's something to watch if you like wrestling there's something there for you and that's it's a beautiful thing i'm so happy about it i wish i could watch it all i can't it's impossible. It's physically impossible to watch everything that's available right now. Um, so I watch wrestling from the 90s. Whatever. <laughs> you would need a TARDIS to watch it all. I am extra thankful that the 60th anniversary of Doctor Who is in days. Can't wait. Ryan. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it for sure this weekend. Um, but yeah, no. Wrestling Wrestling's great. Wrestling's doing great. Um... I mean, actually, to to spin off of that a little bit, wrestling podcasting. Like, I think how many people get to sit down and essentially talk with their friends about wrestling. It's really, really fantastic, and most of them are fairly positive. <laughs> most, not all, most. <laughs> you know who you are out there in Radio Land. Yeah, Max. Negative dickheads. Um, I miss Mags. I'm thankful for Mags. Mm. I'm very thankful for Mags. Check out him. Check out on Chain Wrestling every Monday. Yeah. 
Yeah, you should follow them on Twitch because I was on their Twitch page uh, and they've got like eight followers. And that is a shame because Mags and Psy are a great team. They, they really, really are. Um, Twitch is something that we're working on to do with SGP. We're working on it. Working on it. There's a lot of different ways you can watch that show. You can watch it on Facebook. You can watch it on YouTube. You can watch it on Twitch. That you can catch. Some people catch it later as well. I can't always catch it live, so unfortunately, I have to. So you can I, even catch it on Twitter. Oh, you can. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, when we when things you can you can only broadcast the three locations, so you got oh. to take got to take either Twitch or Facebook out pay, and put pay, that in. Pay for the better plan. I'm not paying for it. It's fine. Sorry. anyway guys thank you so much for um for listening to our thanks we're very thankful to you our fan cops for listening to us every week ryan any last words you know what for once i'm just gonna let it be i think this is actually a really nice ending for once and i'm not gonna ruin it with my hatred of certain wrestlers from new zealand yeah, you've already mentioned him as well earlier, I do believe. As well, so it's all good. You, you've you've done your one and done, Graham. I'm gonna let you get. I'm gonna let you get back to uh, sh- to um, making sure the sushi hasn't burnt the kitchen down. Happy um, y'all. Love to all the family and to you and yours, Ryan. Half us all. We're out of here. Back this week. Happy Turkey Day. Gobble gobble. Music was Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. HTTP colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0 slash.